Hare Krishna everyone, we're continuing to read the Bhagavad Gita as it is. The book by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, Chapter 2, Contents of the Gita Summarized. Text 32 Yadrichaya chapapanam svargadvaram apavritam sukhinakshatriya partha Labhante Yudamaidrisham O Partha, happy are the Kshatriyas to whom such fighting opportunities come unsought, opening for them the doors of the heavenly planets. Purport As Supreme Teacher of the World, Lord Krishna condemns the attitude of Arjuna, who said, I do not see any good in this fighting. It will cause perpetual habitation in hell. Such statements by Arjuna were due to ignorance only. He wanted to become non-violent in the discharge of his specific duty. For a Kshatriya to be on the battlefield and to become non-violent is the philosophy of fools. In the Parashara Smriti, or religious codes made by Parashara, the great sage and father of Vyasadeva, it is stated Kshatriyohi Prajarakshan Shastrapani Pradandayan Nirjitya Parasanyadi Kshitim Dharmena Palayet. Quote, the Kshatriya's duty is to protect the citizens from all kinds of difficulties, and for that reason, he has to apply violence in suitable cases for law and order. Therefore, he has to conquer the soldiers of inimical kings, and thus, with religious principles, he should rule over the world. Unquote. Considering all aspects, Arjuna had no reason to refrain from fighting. If he should con conquer his enemies, he would enjoy the kingdom, and if he should die in the battle, he would be elevated to the heavenly planets, whose doors were wide open to him. Fighting would be for his benefit in either case. Text 33 Atachetvam imam dharmyam Sangramam na karishyasi Tatah svadharmam kirtimcha Hitvapapam apa avapsyasi Avapsyasi means will gain If, however, you do not perform your religious duty of fighting, then you will certainly incur sins for neglecting your duties and thus lose your reputation as a fighter. Purport Arjuna was a famous fighter and he attained fame by fighting many great demigods including even Lord Shiva. After fighting and defeating Lord Shiva 
in the dress of a hunter. Arjuna pleased the Lord and received as a reward a weapon called Pashupata Astra. Everyone knew that he was a great warrior. Even Dronacharya gave him benedictions and awarded him the special weapon by which he could even kill his teacher. So he was credited with so many military certificates from many authorities, including his adoptive father, Indra, the, the heavenly king. But if he abandoned the battle, not only would he neglect his specific duty as a Kshatriya, but he would lose all his fame and good name and thus prepare his royal road to hell. In other words, he would go to hell not by fighting, but by withdrawing from the battle. Text 34 <laughs> Sambhavitasya cha kirtir maranada tirichate. People will always speak of your infamy, and for a respectable person, dishonor is worse than death. Purport Both as a friend and philosopher to Arjuna, Lord Krishna now gives his final judgment regarding Arjuna's refusal to fight. The Lord says, Arjuna, if you leave the battlefield, before the battle even begins, people will call you a coward. And if you think that people may call you bad names, but that you will save your life by fleeing the battlefield, then my advice is that you do better to die in the battle. For a respectable man like you, ill fame is worse than death. Ill fame is worse than death. So you should not flee for fear of your life. Better to die in the battle. That will save you from the ill fame of misusing my friendship and from losing your prestige in society." Unquote. So, the final judgment of the Lord was for Arjuna to die in the battle and not withdraw. Text 35 Bhayadrana duparatam mamsyante tvam maharatha yesham chatvam bahumato the great generals who have highly esteemed your name and fame will think that you have left the battlefield out of fear only, and thus they will consider you insignificant. Poor part. Lord Krishna continued to give his verdict to Arjuna. Quote, do not think that the great generals like Duryodhan, Karna, and other contemporaries will think that you have left the battlefield out of compassion 
for your brothers and grandfather. They will think that you have left out of fear for your life, and thus their high estimation of your personality will go to hell." Unquote. Text 36 your enemies will describe you in many unkind words and scorn your ability. What could be more painful for you? Purport Lord Krishna was astonished in the beginning at Arjuna's uncalled for plea for compassion. Uh, Arjuna's uncalled for plea for compassion. And he described his compassion as befitting the non-Aryans. Now, in so many words, he has proved his statements against Arjuna's so-called compassion. I always thought this is such an interesting um, point or moment when Krishna, he one of his arguments for Arjuna to fight so that Arjuna was not, would not be dishonored. You know, many times, um, because we as aspiring Vaishnavas, we, we know that we don't need Pratishtha, we don't need name and fame and we don't need any acknowledgement in that sense that we are humble we're trying to be humble tolerant we try to feel ourselves as insignificant servants and um, many times it's equated with uh, having no um, personal dignity or like being completely averse or not even averse or you know what I'm saying that we don't care about honor or any of that sort and surely we have so many examples of great devotees who disregarded or didn't care what enemies or just bad people would speak about them but it's not totally black and white in the sense that here Krishna speaks to Arjuna about Arjuna's honor about Arjuna's name about Arjuna's fame and Krishna even in the previous verse he said that you will be misusing my friendship Right? So, when we speak about these beautiful Vaishnava qualities of humility and tolerance, and how Lord Chaitanya says, Nadhanam, Najanam, Nasundarim, like I don't need followers, I don't need, or when uh, Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasvati Thakur says, Pratishta, Stulatishta, that uh, the desire for prestige is like stool. It's like, disgusting. When we speak about such things, um, we should also consider what is actual 
honor and what is actual mm, like what does it mean to be a respectable person in terms of how Krishna speaks to Arjuna and how Krishna uses it as an argument against Arjuna's so-called compassion it's an argument of Krishna's so we should consider I feel that we should consider it as well because previously I would um, always read through this and I found it interesting that Krishna speaks about it but uh, I don't know I guess with growing up <laughs> and becoming uh, more and more of an adult uh, rather than a teenager reading this book I see that uh, all of these um, statements and all these instructions are very much applicable in our life and we should not you know mm, omit and we should not skip every single one of them so this is also one of them Krishna is telling his devotee that you have to fight for religious principles and for keeping up your honor and your reputation and your high estimage because you will be hurt Krishna says what can be more painful for you so when we speak of non-violence and many times um, uh, we speak of non-violence in terms of food or in terms of hurting other people Krishna speaks about non like he says don't make yourself hurt for no reason it's not a good reason to make yourself hurt and I find this topic is very 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 interesting and applicable in my personal life for sure <laughs> yeah text 37 Hatova prapsyasi svargam jitvava bhokshase mahim tasmadu tishta kantaya yudhaya kritta nishchaya O son of Kunti, either you will be killed on the battlefield and attain the heavenly planets, or you will conquer and enjoy the heavenly kingdom, the earthly kingdom. So either he will attain the heavenly kingdom heavenly planets or he will enjoy the earthly kingdom therefore get up with determination and fight purport even though there was no certainty of victory for Arjuna's side he still had to fight for even being killed there he could be elevated into the heavenly planets Text 38 Labha Labhao Jaya Jayao Tato Yudhaya Yujasva Naivam Papam Avapsyasi Do thou fight for the sake of fighting without considering happiness or distress, loss or gain. Victory or defeat. 
and by doing so, you shall never incur sin. Purport Lord Krishna now directly says that Arjuna should fight for the sake of fighting because he desires the battle. There is no consideration of happiness or distress, profit or gain, victory or defeat in the activities of Krishna consciousness. Haribo! Now we've come to the core. That if Krishna wants something, Krishna wants us to do something. Meaning, if we perform Krishna conscious activities that the Acharyas, the Lord himself prescribed for us, we should really not consider, this is like the main, main, main argument, we should not consider happiness or distress, loss or gain, victory or defeat. Because all of these don't matter. Interesting, right? So previous arguments that Krishna said that you should fight because of this, because you will gain this, otherwise you will lose this. But here, Krishna says that basically, don't be concerned with anything. I want you to fight. You have to fight. Okay, that everything should be performed for the sake of Krishna is transcendental consciousness. So there is no reaction to material activities. He who acts for his own sense gratification, either in goodness or in passion, is subject to the reaction, good or bad. But he who has completely surrendered himself in the activities of Krishna consciousness is no longer obliged to anyone, nor is he a debtor to anyone, as one is in the ordinary course of activities. It is said, Devarshi Bhutaptan Rinam Pitrinam Nakin Karunayam Rinicharajan Sarvatmanayah Sharanam Sharanyam Gatomukundam Parihrityakartam. Anyone who has completely surrendered unto Krishna, Mukunda, giving up all other duties, is no longer a debtor, nor is he obliged to anyone, not the demigods, not the sages nor the people in general, nor kinsmen, nor humanity, nor forefathers." Srimad Bhagavatam 11.5.41 That is the indirect hint given by Krishna to Arjuna in this verse. And the matter will be more clearly explained in the following verse. So Krishna gave to Arjuna the hint that will be explained in the next verse. Hmm. I also wanted to underline one point regarding this. Is that 
First, Krishna lists material um, reasons and arguments, meaning Krishna speaks about uh, same honor, dishonor, and how this will be painful for you, how you can you will open doors for heavenly planets. This is your duty. All of these arguments. But in the end, Krishna says, I want you to fight. So don't even consider honor, uh, loss or gain, happiness or distress, victory or defeat. Don't even consider that. So I find it very interesting because uh, in many places in Prabhupada's books, we read that the person who is Krishna conscious, who surrenders to the Lord, he actually gains everything in this life and in the next. From material considerations and from spiritual considerations, everything is most auspicious for the person who surrenders to Krishna. So, basically, if we surrender to the Lord, everything else is included. So here, it's also the same. That Krishna says that from all material considerations, you're supposed to stay. And then he says, above all, I want you to stay. So then, meaning Krishna consciousness really includes everything. And Srila Prabhupada also gives the example that if you have $100, all of your $1 problems are already solved. Okay, we'll go, we're going to stop here for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Actually, yesterday was Balarama Purnima. And we celebrated, and it was a wonderful celebration. And uh, yes, yesterday it was very, very late. That's why I'm recording this episode today, in the morning. Yes, so we shall read, continue in the next episode. Hare Krishna.